get, 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 get ready. Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Exceptional, distinctive, extraordinary. Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Thank you, Mr. Know-It-All. OTSJ is on. Begin. From the stately downtown studios. Stand by for Florida's premier sports talk radio show. It's Ozzy the Sports Junkie. This whole thing is getting out of control. What the hell are you talking about? Are the pro champions of the world. Unfreaking believable. And now, here's Ozzy. What do you say, people? Where do you heard Ozzy the Sports Junkie back in the Stately Studios for a Saturday edition of the Good Fine program? I got all kinds of stuff. Some very interesting show for you today. Very interesting show. We'll go off the beaten path a little. I have an old friend who's joining the studio. Joining me in the studio that I'm going to bring on in a second, and she's going to become a regular as she's going to be doing a show out of the studio on the station, and she's got a very interesting story to tell, and we have a, quite a bit of a background to cover, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Before I get to that, trying to get the raise score, well, they dropped a double dip yesterday in New York. I hate to say it, but it's starting to slowly slip away from them. they got to get some bullpen help, or it could get ugly. The British Open looks like Lowry, 16-under. I, it might just be me, but it looks like they finally discovered fertilizer and water in the uh, British Open territories of it. The Ireland courses are a lot greener. They're beautiful courses. All right. I'll keep you abreast, giggity, of all that as it goes on. And it is a Saturday, so sit back. It's a coldie. As I'm going to introduce my guest, and she uh, was brought in, in in secrecy and is brought through the back door. And um, she had to have a few drinks as it came through the door as well and waited forever for her to get here and then she got finally got here and well it was a it's very good to see her this is the dumbest worst and then she knows the door you know her you love her we worked together for i don't know i've known you for for 12 years rochelle herman joins me rochelle first off it's great to see you we ran into each other about on new year's eve i hadn't seen you in almost 10 years and I didn't have my glasses on. My band was playing as I just started the show. Now I couldn't find my freaking glasses. And you go, Ozzy. And I said, yes. You said, you don't recognize me? I said, no, but don't feel bad. <laughs> you said, it's Rochelle. I said, oh my God, Rochelle, how are you? Because, well, we, you and I worked together at 1280 downtown. Yep, we did. We did work there. And you, well, a quick background. You were on 1220. You hopscotched all around the different stations. You've had several TV shows on cable access and radio shows of, of varying uh, interest. I mean, I'll, I'll give you this, Rochelle. I've never seen anybody who had a, uh, the guy who played Freddy Krueger, not Freddy Krueger, but who was it? It was a Halloween actor. And then you did a whole two-hour show following that on a rectal exam. I was running the board. And you said, Ozzy, you got any questions for the doctor? I said, I can't think of one single question. 
We covered every single inch of the rectum. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, like I, like I said, I did a full variety show. You did, yeah. But that was Warrington Gillette. Um, he was Jason in Jason Friday two. the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. I remember you, you've had some big hitters on. You've yeah. had Daryl Hammond. Yep. From Saturday Night Live. He's got a very interesting story. He was a major drug addict and a, he suffered from depression. Since I knew that you had him on, I've read up and followed him. And I see him in a new light. He's a hilarious guy. If you, yeah. uh, any chance you can get him back in the, in the mix? Oh, very, very easily. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you credit, uh, Rochelle. Well, I'll give you credit for everything you've done. But uh, when you say, I'm going to bring monkeys and TV cameras to the new station, I said, you ride monkeys and TV. What the hell is she talking about? <laughs> so I'm in the office down at the, the new Main Street Studios that got off to a great start. And I look outside. I see Channel 8, Channel 13, Channel 40. And a goddamn monkey walking around. I said, I'll be a son of a bitch. She got monkeys and, and news cameras. And there I was with the worst uh, dippity-doo hairdo and a ripped-up T-shirt. I looked like a bum, like a uh, homeless guy that they brought in up the street. But it was a fun time down there while it lasted on Main Street. Radio's fickle, as you know. You're yeah. here today, gone later today. And that's why I like this platform. Because you control your own destiny. You do what you want to do when you want to do it. And people can listen when they want to, if they want to. You're not shoving it down anybody's throat. And there's no guidelines. You can talk about whatever you want and you can cover whatever you want. And there's never been more ways to listen to any kind of audio thing. Terrestrial radio, sure, might be on its way out. But the radio and audio and talk shows and podcasts and interviews are just scratching the surface of what they're going to be because everybody has one. Right. This is the future. Oh, the future's right now. Yeah. It literally, as I was showing you, in this daily uh, Ozzy the Sports Junkie Studios here, the Roku box, every day, Rochelle, I come in, there's 10 new channels on that. A lot of them are goofy. A lot of them are stupid. But some of them are pretty cool. I mean, the, the day of them forcing what cable channels you, you're stuck with, because let's face it, I'm, I, at the Oslo Manor, we're paying about almost $300 for cable and TV. 90% mm -hmm. of the channels we don't watch. They give you six C-SPANs. You never watch that. You get three or four religious channels that I don't know if that's a law that you have to provide so many. I know that's a law that you used to have to provide a cable access, local access, which they don't do anymore. And then there's like a local government. Add them all together and six people can't watch it. Can't be six people watching it, but you're paying for it. So what I guess the, the point I'm trying to get to is people are finding their ways around it. And with Wi-Fi and digital media available where? In your hand, on your phone. That's why the newspaper's dead. I said to my friend, Doug Fernandes, who's a sports writer for the Herald Tribune for almost 30 years. I said, I love reading your stuff. I was a Herald Tribune subscriber for almost 30 years, daily, in my driveway, subscriber. And the odd thing is, is I read Doug 20 years before we became friends, and I hated him. Now we're best buddies. But anyways, by the time you get the newspaper, Rochelle, it's old news. Yeah. You get the news exactly when it happens on your phone, I don't even want. When was the last time you watched a local newscast or a? a I really don't. I got to tell you that most times I actually read the news online. You have to, yeah. Off my phone, not even at my computer, but I read it as I, you know, as I'm work, going through the day or night, whatever. But then it's interesting because I see it. It's headline news in in a lot of these different. Um, 
you know, venues online, but then you turn on the local news just to see what the local weather is. Sure, you, know, you always want your whatever. local angle. You just want to hear maybe there's something going on that... that Somebody got popped to get in a hand job behind the... the <laughs> 7-Eleven on Lemon Street or something. Exactly. But, two, but I've already heard the news two days prior. Yeah, it's old news. but I can't believe it. Especially the newspaper. I mean, I think it's filler for them. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they're making any money. Yeah. I went to get a paper, Rochelle. It was about six, eight months ago. And I was flabbergasted. Two dollars. And it's about as thick as a burial uh, leaflet. Burial plot leaflet. Uh. I mean, remember, the Sunday paper was the big boy. It was like two fifty, right. three seventy five. It was, I, I was a little outraged when we went to a dollar, the, the Herald Tribune, and it's a great newspaper, but as I say to my friends in newspaper, I say, well, you just won't be writing for a paper, you'll be writing for online, because there's no shortage of things to cover. There's more things now to cover than there ever were before. As I showed you, we were watching Iranian kickball the other night. I love the fact that the referee has a gun. Yeah. Well, that I- settles scores really quick over there. <laughs> no women were allowed either. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> They're great over there to... What a, what a uh, country for civil rights. If, uh, we'll get to deeper and deeper topics, and I want to talk about what you've been up to. And Because yeah. uh, you've, been, you've been all around the world. You've been everywhere and back. Yes, I but have. But you're ready to get back on the air. You never yeah. really stop being... If you're in the media, if you have an opinion on something, wouldn't you agree? You're never done. You're always in your mind. You might not be on the air that day, but you're telling somebody a story right. somehow. Well, I am. Well, yeah, I've actually been, um, you know, I was invited on to the Nancy Grace show, uh, Dr. Phil, but as a as a commenter on Nancy Grace, special sure. guest. Um, I mean, so many. If they if y'all just Google my name, then you you're all over there say because it and yeah we'll, it, it just took a lot and it's all over the world with that one story. Well, um, you brought speak. We'll cut right to the chase. You 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 told me on Main Street, two thousand and nine, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. You were on it from noon to three. I was there most of the day. And then I was on from six to nine. And you said something bizarre like, I'm having to stay in a hotel or something. And I go, what are you talking about? You said that people are following you. I immediately thought, well, Rochelle's off her medications because now she has schizophrenia. <laughs> I think most people did during that time frame because <laughs> there, were, there were times I had to race out of uh, social uh, events, unexpected. Yeah. Uh, I would cry. I would. Oddly enough, yeah. I occasionally will also. Oh, fuck. Ozzy's <laughs> off his medication. And it gets off your medication. How hilarious that the, every corner of this town has a Walgreens or CVS. I know. There's I think no they're choice. merging from what I heard. I think there's going to be only one. Good. They can yeah. straighten their prices out. You know who's got the best drug prices in town? Pharmaceutical. I didn't even know they've had drugs. Winn-Dixie. I think they make them in the back with a the sausage. <laughs> they have the exact same. I'll just cut to the chase. Generic Viagra that are $500 still at Walgreens, 18 bucks at Winn-Dixie. Yeah. You know why that is? Because Walgreens is such a huge company that they're, they're not brokered. They haven't come up with a price yet that they can live with. But who the hell would, if you can go here and get 18 bucks, who in their right mind would pay $500? Unless insurance covering it, but I don't think insurance covers it. Maybe it does. No, well, I don't know either, but the... <laughs> But the um, but I actually will go to Walmart for certain prescriptions because it's three times less at sure. Walmart than it is at Walgreens. Well, a shameless plug: the Good RX app is the way to go because it'll tell you where the price is. Oh. For instance, one of my medications, which is for twenty years, Rochelle was nineteen dollars, nineteen ninety nine a month supply of pills, one pill a day, and Ozzy's a well maintained character. You don't take it, and well, we get what well, we had uh, maybe a 
a little while ago, and you get... Uh, fuck, Ozzy's off his medication. And then things get all <laughs> disheveled. And, I mean, when you're on medication, you don't, can't stop abruptly. And this stigma of, of uh, well, he's on something for his, his psychological help. Well, I defy, I'd say about 90% of this country needs to be on something. It's a stressful world we live in, and it never ends. That's, it's an ugly world. It's an ugly world. That's another reason I don't watch the news. It's, every night is a school shooting, and it's like, it's happenstance. Oh, 14 dead today in Oklahoma, and here's Tom with weather. Have you, no- have you noticed that, you know, we had the influxes of the school shootings, and yeah. I certainly don't want to, you know, jinx anything and all of a sudden have the airways filled with that as well, but... There is not a day that goes by that that whether it's Facebook, online news, you know, topics, talk, you know, around town you know, sure. is about pedophiles. You're right. And yep. they are all over this yep. town, all over. They're all over every town. Child pornography, pedophilia. You can, you can go online and check your neighborhood and you'd be shocked. That's just what we know. Never mind the, the people that are kind of like hiding in the nooks and crannies that you know, I aren't, think, aren't I, I, found yet. I hate to go all, uh, you know, stone age, mm-hmm. but I think I like at a certain point, if you've been convicted maybe three times of molesting children, just go ahead and, and castrate them. I mean, sh- sure, there. at least, I think if the first time you get addicted or convicted of anything with sex with a minor, they should put it to chip in your arms so they know where you're at at all times. You lose yeah. the right to privacy once you, you, you rape Anyone underage, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely Oh, my do. civil rights, my civil rights. Now, fuck your civil rights. You can't rape children. We right. need to know where you're at because you can't contain yourself in society. Right. You know, you have no rights to privacy, and this is, you know, just a comparison. But if you purchase, a, you know, a silencer for your gun, the, you know, government has the right to be able to come into your home unannounced anytime. So... Why would someone have the right to privacy when it comes to, you know, protecting our children from yeah, them? Because there's nothing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And there's nothing more sacred than, than children in the world, let alone this country. So but the, it, it's just a disgusting topic. But you're right. And I don't know if it's it's the Internet and the onslaught of online porn that's just kicked this thing into a hyperdrive. But back to your story, you told me that the you were staying in a hotel that the FBI was following you, and I thought, she's gone off her, she's gone off her, the deep end here. Until one night, well, then you claimed, and now I, was it 1280 or was it 1220 that this particular man, uh, the, we'll, we'll give his name in a second. Initially, it was 1220. He came into town for like a cancer heart walk. Uh, it was, yeah, it was the American Heart Association. Right. And he, he was, he, you befriended yeah, him. Special guest. I mean, just as you do, you have people in the studio, I, the same thing. You get to know him a little bit as they're in your studio, and then you're gone. You're a, you're a beautiful woman. I'm sure he took your phone number and probably called you. And, of course, we're talking about Jared from Subway. So you said Jared from Subway wants to see pictures of my kids naked. And I went to Lori Carner, my uh, associate, and I said, Boy, I said, Rochelle has got that weird story. You go, she said, the story about the Subway guy? I said, yeah, what the hell is she talking about? So... I mean, that, it was so far out of left field. But you know what I said, Rochelle? I said, that's so stupid. It's got to be true. Oh, that is what you why said. Because why would you make up anything like that? It's so far out of the blue that it has to be true. Well, by God, I'm on air one night at about quarter to nine. And you came in about eight o'clock because you left after three o'clock when your show was done. You were out of there. <laughs> Excuse me. And you, 
I don't remember seeing speaking to you, but I saw you walk by into your office, and there's the men in black. And and when I say men in black, they were men in black with sunglasses at night, and they said, Rochelle Harmon, please. Who are you? I go, I'm the program director. I'm on the air right now. I'll be done in 50 minutes. You can have a whole place yourself. We'll be back. No small talk. Very curt and very short. So I said, oh, my God, Lord. The freaking FBI is out there. So I guess you were in your office getting your computer ready because they were going to confiscate it and this and that. So she and I went across the street to the Applebee's. It was it's no longer there. And we're peeking in the window, looking and looking, looking. They were there for a good two hours or so. I remember them taking crates of printed out uh, texts, I guess, mm-hmm. or messages that he had sent you. And I thought, I thought, well, this is going to happen. It's imminent. So my mom being a gigantic news junkie, she just loves news. She's got to know about every scandal and everything's going on in the world. I call her the next day. I go, mom, you're not going to believe this. The girl I work with down at the station is working with the FBI. Jared from Subway is a pedophile. He's going to go down any second. Just watch and see. Right. And nothing happened. And nothing happened. And nothing happened. And then the mm-hmm. station closed and everybody went their own separate ways. And uh, it was, let's see, had to have been about three to four years later. I'd say it was about 2012 or 13, maybe. That's right. Yep. I'm I'm back on a construction site, hating life. And I'm working with this hillbilly and listening to the radio on the way to the job site. And I hear, well, bad news for Jared from Subway as uh, he's caught with uh, child pornography and they're looking at worse charges than that. And the guy went to turn off the radio. I said, don't touch that dial. <laughs> I said, I know this woman. So I, 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 I listened to the rest of it. I got right out of the car and he's like, Come on, we got to get to work. I go, go screw yourself, old man. I call my mom. I go, mom, turn on the news. I told you, Jared from Subway is a pedophile and Rochelle Herman is the one that got him but got him popped. Yep. And Rochelle, you'll be happy to know, I've told you this, but I'll tell you that on air. The uh, talking heads up there in Tampa, this was, I believe, that's how much research they did. This was after your appearance with Dr. Phil, which we'll get to, because you made all the rounds. Yeah. Um, oh, they said, well, some Sarasota wackadoo's claiming that she was behind it. I had to get on the phone. I said, well, first off, she's not a wackadoo because I worked with her and I was there for the entire thing. And that's exactly how it went down. She worked undercover for the FBI. And they're like, yeah, get out of here. Well, that they wind up looking stupid, but I had to call and defend your story there. Thank you. So walk us through that. From that night on, they took your computer. They took the text. What happened then? Well, they didn't just take that. They 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 took everything. They took every file. They didn't just take my computer. They took any computer where I would send messages, whether you know the GM Jim Grady, um, you know Lori, uh, you know all of it. So, hope they didn't get any video of me because I was banging a lot of chicks. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the um, so they took they took everything, uh. And I, I was the one who brought the information to the FBI because when I first picked up on what he was interested in, and that came, I mean, no one could miss it. And how, and how exactly, not to interrupt you, how did this come from, obviously he called you back after the heart walk thing, and he what kind of just socially called you, say, hey, not, what's up? Not really, no, he did not. I interviewed him the first time, at the radio station right. that was in the morning and then I pre-taped my television show 
uh, and we were doing that at an elementary school. It was Out of Door Academy. Gotcha. In Sarasota. And Blab TV. Yep. And had, had a show uh, myself. Yeah. Miss, so, it, miss it terribly. Go. Oh, so do I. So do I. Hopefully we'll get something back here going soon. Yeah, but the um but so I'm so I went there uh to pre-record and I was waiting in the auditorium. My cameraman Terry, he was setting up on the other end and he placed Jared and I, because uh, Jared was there with his handlers, but his handlers were not around him at this time. So he was at the school now. At the school. And, and the, with the American Heart Association as, uh, what is it, as a... Um, spokesman? Yeah, well, yes, as the spokesman, but he was Doing he it. was there, you know, to talk with the kids. Yeah, and, because we all know bad cholesterol is in kids. No kidding. Why does he need to go to like a job? Well, it's site? all about eating healthy. So I, I so I understood that. But so we're sitting on the couch that they had on the stage, and he leaned. We're we're just chatting about nothing. He you know he was a a, a bit flirtatious, and I'm lis- I'm just listening to him, <laughs> and he leaned over. Did he to ever me. say, "Want to see my childlike penis"? No. Sorry, that was a tempest. That's <laughs> No, we but edit that out. I was just explaining, you know, well, the children, they'll be coming in here any moment now. Um, and he didn't realize the mics were hot, nor did I. And oh, boy. So he leaned over to me and whispered, but loud enough, loud and clear enough for me. Yes. And he leaned over and told me how hot he thought middle school girls were. Oh, boy. That it had to have set off some kind of... The alarms went off at that point. Oh, it did. Well, I shut. Yeah. I'd have pinned him to the floor. And that's what that's what everyone has told me. How did you maintain composure? Did, you know, didn't you just, you know, either yell at him? Uh, you're offended. How dare you? Anything like that? Punch him, like you said. Knock him I'd, out. You know what I would have I said didn't, to him? I I closed down inside, but the wheels are turning. Oh, yeah. But I, uh, you know, I can't control well, were, my facial expressions. Well, but on, I just went blank. You were on TV, weren't you? Or getting ready to be. I was getting ready. The, it sure. was filmed. Okay. It was filmed. Um, but unfortunately, the, that per, that particular tape was lost. Because, you know, Terry, my cameraman, had died unexpectedly three months later. Um, and... You're a loser. Loser. <laughs> Poor Terry. Yeah. Well, I don't make... I'm not making light well, of this. Well, it was totally unexpected. So. Oddly, he was killed by a... A subway delivery truck. <laughs> the, it, it never ends with this thing. My question to Jared would have been, "Hey Jared, how come your sandwiches used to be good now they suck?" Yeah. Well, I went into. <laughs> I brought all the information to um, to the Not, FBI after a short. I, I tried to do an a, a investigation myself. You know, I was. But then, you know, there was a day. Give a Sherlock Holmes uh, well, magnifying glass, or well, did you no, like bait because, him into conversation? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I gathered information. I hired a PI. I was going to go to Chicago. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> but I was going to go to Chicago. He had, there was a lot of underground, in you know. Um, Sex clubs? All kinds of things. But what he wanted to do was he wanted to grab not one, but two children. Oh, my God. This guy's just the worst ever. So I want, so that's when it was to me, did I he was ever, like. Did he mention your children in particular or other children? Or if you don't have to answer that if you really don't want didn't, to. He really didn't, he really didn't talk. He was, he was, he asked me if I had kids in the beginning when I didn't know anything about him like that. You know, and of course, oh, yeah, you know, as a proud mom, I shared. But, um, but after that, he really never did. What he, what he would always ask about, though. 
is about my children's friends. Oh, and I had the wherewithal to never use real names. Be and well, a just sickle. I couldn't I couldn't envision you you know saying a name and then envisioning that exact child. I it was already too emotionally a sicko like that, Rochelle. Sick. He I'm sure he would have been all over your children. He was just playing was. it cool around yeah. you. He didn't get they're yeah. they're predators. They'll eat uh, oh, you know a, a well, hawk will eat anything. Yeah. Well, it worked its way up obviously right. towards the end. Um, I had to heard that. I had heard several people on radio stations, TV stations. Saying, trying to defend this this scumbag, mm-hmm. saying, you know, why is Jared in prison? It's now it's illegal. You can't have dirty thoughts. Yeah. Well, he crossed the line of thoughts by obtaining child pornography, and apparently he did engage in sex intercourse with children, right? Yes. Yes. Well, then, did. It, how yes, did he only he get did. 15 years? He ought to get. Is it, was it his first conviction? I uh, but yes. Not that that really matters. No, no, it doesn't. But it also holds some weight I guess that so. he's. He, from what I was told, uh, I don't have anything in writing, but what I what was shared to me by detectives and, and agent is that he's it, Jared is a pea in a pod, and that he is leading. That's why the case took so long. Also, and cases of this stature have a tendency they typically take about a decade. Why? Because there's so many different strands of it. It's like an underground society. They're all different. They're all different. Yes, and absolutely. But a pee in a pod with if I thought Jared, uh, you know, was big in his position, there's a lot more coming down. And I always wonder when you're reading, reading the news now and you see these heavy hitters, these billionaires, um, you know, pu- politicians you know you know that they're falling i wonder because i know that the case you know the insides were still going on uh, inve- you know investigators whose insides the well the news what oh. all the information that they had gathered from what i was told um you know that they were still investigating those sources so it took it took three years enough to get an indictment to, to actually lock him up huh a lot longer than that because it was 2009 when they took your things away that's when you first when i was first brought to my attention it was two thousand. so it was damn near five years no it was closer to 10 really because i started this in on my own in 2006 oh so this would be going on before yes the 1280 that's cor- yes it started at 1220 well, I got to hand it. I got to hand it to you. And if anybody wants to listen to the tapes and watch your doctor fill in the, in its entirety, they're all up on YouTube. Yeah. Just and, go to Rochelle. And, what would yeah. you go to Rochelle Herman on Doc, on Doctor Phil? No, you just you just do Doc. You know, Doctor Phil, Phil, Jared, or just put Rochelle Herman and yeah. um. And they've got the the under the secret recordings, and I mean, you played it up. Yeah. You you kind of just not not uh, divulged in his perverse interest and. In, in, I don't even, they bleeped out stuff. I wouldn't even want to know what he was saying. That's just so, well, I mean, we're all a little freaky deaky. But anything that involves any minor is just so out of bounds. And it's, 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 it's us wire, not only minors, but elderly. People who can't de- defend themselves. And that goes for animals, too. What's wrong with people? Mm-hmm. It's, is it a cross wire in the brain? I really don't know. It has to be. Yeah. Well, all I know is they should not, they can't be allowed in society if they're going to be like that. Oh, I agree with you. I hope, they, we, I hope they shoot them off to Mars. We have to. I mean, you know? it sounds kind of uh, barbaric, but how can you have someone who looks at a, a five-year-old or a six-year-old boy or girl and thinks, 
Oh. I want it. I'm going to, any chance I get, I'm going to take that and do whatever I want with it. Sweetheart, throughout the duration, he moved from, you know, how hot he thought middle school girls were to it didn't matter, girl, boy, an infant. Oh, God. On, Let me ask you this. All the way up, and he didn't care, and he was into every fetish A to Z. And actually, what I was also informed of is that um, profiling a pedophile through the FBI handbook, yes. the information that I had gathered on Jared, uh, that, you know, during the investigation and, you know, his characteristics and how, you know, what he would do, um, you know, they ended up adjusting you know, adding in, so building up more on the profile. So you work with the FBI for what, five, six, seven years? Uh, did the, I did the, inv I'm trying to think how long it was. I would say probably be you know, around five years. And you, they would what? They would ask you questions to ask him or they, would they obviously no. provide all the equipment? Yeah, they Excuse provided me. all the equipment. And what, would they just come by once a week and collect it, or do you have to email oh, it? Oh, good Lord, no. I, no. Listen, I was a single mother. I You're had right. two young kids. Um, At least you were in local radio, so you made a lot of money. No, <laughs> yeah, right, that's a joke. Oh, my God. Oh, and I'd like to say <laughs> Thank something. Thank you. Yeah. I was never paid or compensated that, by the FBI, so just seems, to let you know. That seems incredible. Yeah, I was well, never what, paid or compensated. What do they think? You just got time to, to, to spend hours and hundreds and thousands of, well, not maybe hundreds of thousands, thousands, I'm sure, or yes. hundreds of hours oh, working yeah. to and, get this guy? And money, because I would I would well, what, hire sitters if I was expecting a call. What if you told them, you know something, screw you, I'm done doing this. If you're not going to, I need a little I bit did. of money to keep doing this. Well, I, nope, they, I, there was probably, I think there was a time that I did ask because it was costing me so much money. I can imagine. I, I was on a lim limited income. And how about um, stress? You want to factor oh, that geez. in? Oh, jeez. Well, the, well, that was huge. And, and I tried to get out a few times. Uh, but well, the problem was, is that Jared, he would only reveal things to me. He want, he, you know, we tried many different ways to get, um, you know, other agents and to replace me so I could back Jared, out because it mentally it Jared would only me. reveal things to you so he had yeah. no one else he was talking this way to just you yeah there was I have no idea what it was all I know is it, that you know uh, that I was the person and you know whether you know you think that it's divine intervention you know in a sense that I was the one that he would lean on and he would tell all these horrible things what you heard about what you heard about in the news um and what he was able to be convicted of and what he pled down or um do you have he any, may, he he you know do you have any information about how he actually wound up having sex with children i mean was it like no. an underground sex? no that that i did not did that he, that's is he snatching them off the street well, he wanted to do that oh in Chicago, and he also, in the end, now, I, I want to preface Good this. Lord. This is very important. Is worse than I thought. Well, I really, this if is it, very. possible. Well, this is very important for me to note here, um, is that when I did the interview with Dr. Phil, I, I was very sick when the story broke. You, you can tell by yeah, when you see puppy. the videos. You look like prednisone. Yeah, absolutely. For many years, I was, I, I have a rare condition um rsd crps and it's um it's 
the world's most painful condition. So I had a number of um, procedures. I lost count after about 150. Jesus. I have the heartbreak of psoriasis. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And one ball is bigger than the other. <laughs> other than that, I feel pretty good. You never dropped? <laughs> well, it's, it's working. It's way down. It's so I just, funny. I don't know why it is. so funny. Trying to lighten lo- yeah, light the load. I shouldn't say that well, either. I got to have another beer. What, You're where, freaking me out yeah. over here. Well, where I'm going with this is that I was... It, the, this just, took so much out of me, and I was very willing to do it because I, you know... This was all go for, down. for kids, you know? But what I did was... Um, you know, I was just extremely stressed out, and you know, it, it's just very, very difficult. You know that I, when I did the Dr. Phil show, sorry, I'm just my mind is going a little bit. Uh, one, it's hot in here in the studio, it, it but warm. I'm, but also our, 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 our I'm. Our AC provider is, is. I'm not done with him. Let's just put it that way. You know. Oh, you're so funny. There's but, pending lawsuits. <laughs> no, but but the but with, well with the Doctor Phil show, you know, I agreed to discuss everything. But since then, it took a couple of years, and finally, for whatever reason, you know, the weight of all of this on my shoulders just dissipated. That's good. But and but then now the door is open, and the memories are coming out, yeah, and there be- are things that I didn't remember. You know, um, when you went on these yeah. trips with him, I didn't keep a journal, but there were things that did you get like separate yeah. hotel rooms? Why? This is a stupid question. Why didn't he try to have sex with you? Maybe dress you up as a little girl. I mean, it's, it's kind of sounds stupid, but I mean, if he was such a sex addict, he didn't want to have sex with you or any other women. Not that I know of. Jesus, that was just weird fucking guy he's worried he belongs and as we were looking online Rochelle apparently he's a hot shot in prison now that just made my freaking day they they look up to this bastard in prison yeah well they do they look up to him other pedophiles do yeah I guarantee you he's nowhere near any of the general population or they would have that bloody picture it's a total false story we found online that he was slaughtered a la Jeffrey Dahmer but you know they, they, (laughs) they don't like pedophiles they don't like anybody messing with kids or women or mothers in, in jail. I love well, how these, these hardened criminals all of a sudden they get to jail and they have moral values. Well, his net worth as of 2018, $15 million, and annually he receives $2 million. Still. Still. And they that money is. Sue him out of that? That, I'm, well, that I'm not sure. That was just picked up. I, what was it? The Onion. So. Um, <laughs> He's been picking onions. <laughs> Fucking no, but, prison yard. Well, from what I've what what has been divulged to me is that he's paying um, he's paying cellmates. He's also paying you know some guards for protection. So it's an ongoing case. He's also interestingly enough, and it seems to be true. But you know I have to do a little bit more digging. But they say that he still is able to maintain his diet of eating Subway. Subway. Yes. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> They couldn't distance themselves further from that pedophile. But maybe maybe one of the guards goes out and sneaks in a sock for heard him. I don't know. He's already got a deal inked. Now, it's one of your lower chains. Golden Corral has signed Jared when he gets out. It's all they can afford. It was either him or Robert Blake who killed his wife, too. They had Jeffrey Dahmer signed for Rack's Roast Beef House, <laughs> but that deal also went up in flames. I said Rack's Roast Beef House. I, my uh, producer is just out to sleep. At any rate, Rochelle Herman's my guest. 
I'm Ozzy the Sports Junkie. You're listening to Sports Junkie Radio Network, which you can find on just about every single platform now. It's on the iTunes Store, Google Play, Spotify, Streaker, Spritcher, SoundCloud, Yacht. I mean, there's so many. It's ridiculous. And that leads. We'll get, we're, gonna, we're not done with, the, uh, with your story because it could, it's like an onion itself, Rochelle. You just keep peeling it and peeling it and peeling it. Yeah. You're going to be back on the airwaves. Yep. You're going to get your... Because get, once, once you're in... Once you dip your beak, so to speak, into talking to people, into having a platform where your voice can be heard, well, you kind of get used to it and you kind of like it. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, there's more ways to do than now than ever to do it now. And and I always like good form, uh, good, good content, and that's what you provide. So stick around. I'll have any and all information on Rochelle's show on the Aussie Sports Junkie website. And this show, of course, will be up on the No Holds Barred podcast website and the Aussie Sports Junkie website, website and AussieSportsJunkie.com. And we're taping it. It'll be on YouTube in about an hour. After I buff out myself, I like to like uh, Photoshop out a couple chins. <laughs> What's great with you? You look great, Ozzy. Oh, thank you. Um, so do you. You look you look fantastic. I was ta- I was thrilled to see you that night at the. Uh, my band was playing at a hoedown out in the in the woods. You're, you are awesome. I mean, that's there. There's got to be another word, you know, other magnificent, spectacular, spectacular, but even more so than well, that. You. you know, we gotta we gotta. Yeah, my band's really my the band yeah. has really taken off. I've been playing for forty years, and and well, we'll see if. Uh, you guys have been together for 40 years? The bass player and I have, have been. Wow. 35. The singer and I have 20. And you drummer. still like each other? Ah, we like brothers. We'll fight every <laughs> now and then. But actually, Randy and I, we've been together since we're 15. Uh-huh. Never had an argument. Oh, you're kidding me. We've gotten mad at each other, but I just, I'm not a yeller or a screamer. Yeah. I just walk away. And yeah. then we'll just well, come back. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? We've, we've had some of the, we had some drama come up in the last couple of gigs. And I'm like, don't. <laughs> Don't push me, fellas, because I will quit in a heartbeat. Because as you know, the older you get, Rochelle, your threshold for drama and BS gets minuscule. Yeah. If anybody, if somebody uh, cuts their sandwich the wrong way, I'm out the freaking door. <laughs> Speaking of which, a totally unrelated topic. Have you seen this little douchebag, the, the bagel guy in New York, screaming people down? I don't think so. Well, after the show, you got I got to show it to you. He's a little four foot eleven guy. Uh, now I guess that's what gets him started by okay. calling him little. He goes in to get his morning bagel. And I know uh, exactly what you're talking about. And he just goes off on everybody. He's like, "I'm not afraid of you. You want to take it outside?" He bumps into the guy like he's b- brushing him back. His head hits the guy's belt buckle. <laughs> so the, he, he goes, "You want to take it outside, pal? I'm not scared of you." So you hear a voice in the back. I go, "Shut the f up." He goes, "Hey, what are you going to attack me?" Yeah, I think I am. And he just rides him to the ground and says, shut your mouth. So I thought, well, maybe the guy was having a bad day. Maybe. Come to find out. Things are getting a little hairier in Sarasota. Um, Thunder boomers abound here at these daily studios, but a cozy inside. Now it's almost glad we're uh, 104 degrees in here. It's actually cool over here. I feel bad that you're. No, I'm good. Okay. Um, Come to find out, Rochelle, he's got like 50 incidents. He tapes them all. He goes to a bar, he gets in a fight. He tries to sell a car, he got in a fight. He goes to DMV. Really? He's an asshole and he wears a YouTube shirt because somebody told him to be a little jerk and you'll get money by YouTube views. And is he? I guess so. I guess after a million or so, you get like a 
10 cents a view or something. Why not be, do something? Well, I guess being a jerk draws more interest than being he nice. He is. He's short. <laughs> he's 4'11". Jeez. Now, okay, so you're mad at the world. That's not my fault. <laughs> he's going, yeah, they, they, they turn me down on, on uh, Tinder. They tell me to go drop dead and die. Okay, that's not my problem. I'm trying to get a bagel. Good Lord. Can you imagine if that was the start of your day, Rochelle? What's the rest of the day go like? Oh, no kidding. <laughs> well, it can't get worse, really. And wouldn't that be? I guess it could. That would almost be considered assault and, and, uh, or un- disorderly conduct. You just can't go in a restaurant. And the, the thing is. Premeditated. No, no class at all. There's little kids and they're eating breakfast. Yeah. It's just F this, F that, F it with a wiffle ball bat, which there's no, there's no call for that. That's a sport. Wiffle ball? No, the whole sport with him oh. going into all these different places. and you The know. sport would be, remember midget tossing? It was about yes. 20 years ago. They would find a midget, get him in a bar, and just throw him. I and think then, I did something with midgets on my on one of my shows. Oh, God, it wasn't with Jared, was it? No, of now, course he, not. That, that's t- something he wouldn't pass up either. We're here to talk about your new love. And his name is, last name is John, first name's Jimmy. I'm just so happy that you got back into the sandwich industry, Rochelle. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Of who's He's here now. Jimmy, come on in. <laughs> Rochelle Herman, this is your life. And here all the way from San Quentin, Jared from Subway. Shoot him. Shoot him. Jared had a, he uh, hired, well, you know, the best money that those shitty sandwiches could buy. But even his lawyer, I have exclusive audio that I obtained from uh, Nancy Grace of his lawyer after the sentence was read. And well, for the sensitive, for the heart of hearing, put your ear close to the computer, the, the your speaker at this point, because it goes a little like exclusive audio. I said, my producer's asleep in there. Uh, I think it's the heat exhaustion. Can you give me the audio of Jared's uh, attorney? You are totally fucked. Not really. I, I can't believe that he only got 15 years. I was really disappointed. I was very I, shocked yeah. by that. And the re- I got to tell you, one of the reasons why is because I know a lot more that went on than what's been made public. Well, if they weren't paying you, they didn't pay you to go on any of these trips with them, like to Chicago? No. No, that one was would Was he ha- paying for that? No. He would have, but he would have. That's what his plan was, but... What happened when I hired the PI? I told Magnum. my I told my girlfriend. It was canon? Yeah. Well, no, I told my girlfriend, you know, uh, about what was going on, and she said to me, she said, "Wow," she said, "What are your chances of coming back?" And that was really the first time was I really this, thought about that. Was this pre twelve eighty or post twelve eighty? Post. Post. Okay. So I. I, I don't know if I would have done that without getting paid or compensated. How well, no, well, I was to... actually still on 1280. I was okay. still on 1280, but it was it was after his interviews and stuff. So, anyways, he was. I what is it? So she asked me, you know. I remember you went to Canada once. Yeah. Brought me a Blue Jay hat and somebody stole it. God damn it. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't with him. I think it was that son of a bitch. You no, know, that was a that was a bit a seminar of some sort. <laughs> it was that son of a bitch from yeah. Subway stole my damn Blue Jays hat. I want a oh, piece of his geez. ass. That was Vancouver, I believe. Was it? Yeah. But um, but anyways, no, she asked me, you know, about me coming back. And, you know, she said, what are the chances of you coming back? And I said, wow. And I said, 90% Oof. not. Not? Yeah. You thought you were going to get bumped off? 
Yeah, I did. I had then why a, would you go? I didn't. Because of that conversation is why I went to the FBI. Oh, okay. Because I realized, you know what? This, I'm not, I've never built my career by stepping on people, doing the wrong thing. So you, you were you working know? undercover just for yourself. Yes, it was. Well, that, at first. That wasn't the 1280, because the 1280, the FBI was there and they took your computer in, in the documents. Right. 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 That's, yeah, that, yes. But I was the one who went to the FBI. I presented it. I walked through their satellite, through the door, uh, satellite office here in Sarasota, placed it down, the information and everything I'd gathered. And less than three minutes, they had agents all over the country. And then they did have to involve Interpol as well because of his trips to Thailand, to Japan. Yeah. Talk to me briefly about the Thailand trip because that was a big topic in some of the phone calls, as I remember. Yeah, what it was, Yeah, he wanted to take me there, and you know, he would describe what he's done and doing. And there's and, and there's actual and it wasn't sex just clubs in Thailand. It for was, kids in Thailand. Oh yes, there is. What a sh- I mean. Yeah. Why don't we go and, and screw the oil fields in this in the Middle East? Why are we sending troops there to straighten that shit out? I know. I agree with you on that. You and, know? and while we're at it, send the goddamn National Guard to Haiti. If I got to see that river of raw sewage. They don't. It's a good thing they get hit by a hurricane every year because their country is a shithole. I digress. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't want it to be that way. I they know don't it. have the support. I guess though. The, but you know who sunk a lot of money is the Clintons. In Haiti, yeah. In Haiti, where, where what did what happened with that? Nothing. I don't know. But where's Hillary Clinton? Nothing. I thought she was America's most dedicated <laughs> servant. Why isn't she running for president again? I don't know. Getting a little maybe comfortable sitting around spending those millions of dollars in in a. Uh, uh, She's pouting. <laughs> Beneficial money or, you know, money from companies to get their laws passed. I love that when somebody runs for president. Uh, well, John Kerry's a, a bad example because after he lost, he went on to be the, uh, what was he, the district attorney, not the district attorney, the uh, attorney general. And he did all kinds of stuff for the Obama administration. Some guys remain in public life. Other guys, I think they're just bitter and they just say, screw it, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. That's where John Kerry, you know, I'm not... I'm not going to get into a whole Trump. I won't argue politics with anyone, Rochelle, because my opinion doesn't make any difference to you, and your opinion doesn't make any difference to me, and you're not going to convince me, and nor you, me, I, you. Right. So no, why, why, why bother? Yeah. I you agree believe with what you. you. It's like arguing, no, you're wrong about this Jewish yep. thing. You're wrong about this Jesus thing. What the hell? How do you know? <laughs> you don't know shit, and I don't know shit either. You believe what you want. I'll it- believe what I want, and we'll go up our separate ways and be friends. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen on Facebook, I can tell you oh that. Oh, my God. That, the Facebook and the Twitter skirmishes in this country, that is the dark and ugly side of it that I hate because you can hide behind a fake persona, you can hide behind a fake profile and just say the oh, most yeah. disgusting things. That's right. That's right. It's, it's, you know, and a simple thing like Craigslist where you could sell a lawnmower or maybe find a babysitter. Craigslist, you take your chances on anything now. It's a complete... That's why I've been ripped off at least three or four times. Yeah. Um, if you put your information on there, somebody's going to get it and you're going to get scam emails out the yin yang about yeah. the African prince who's got a billion dollars and needs a hundred thousand to release it. And I can't believe that they, I thought I was special. Yeah. <laughs> they, the, it's called fishing for a reason because they throw a million hooks out and they catch yeah. a couple of fish every time. And it's always the most innocent, poor. Oh, I know. It's like these, uh, that's a, here's another beauty from Craigslist. You see a house on there, and they've pretty much knocked this out. But you'd see a, let's see it here in Sarasota. Excuse me. You'd see a house, a th- three-bedroom pool home, rent $800. And 
and you're saying, well, this has got to be too good to be true. Way too good to be true. So you reply to it, and it's the same set formula that you get. Because I've done it. I just want to see what the thing is, and every time it's the same. We're a religious family living out of country abroad, <laughs> raising a armless children in the Sudan. And we're just looking for a good, wholesome family to care for our gracious home. Whoa, these many months were away. So we, while we want someone in immediately, if you were to send us first, last, we could maybe get you in there at the end of the week. And these poor saps who don't know they're getting played for a fool, they, oh, our prayers are answered, Tom. We can move into that gorgeous home and they send their, their $1,600 or whatever first, last comes to. And they show up hopes and dreams and you all and somebody goes who the hell are you this is my house right and it happens it's a, every it's day awful imagine yeah. that yeah. it's a ter- i mean it's it's horrible because it's it's a simple classified ad system that just got completely overridden by fraud and i don't know how you get rid of it i guess you have eight million passwords if i have to have another password rochelle i'm just gonna blow my head off i know well, no they, more yeah, passwords they tell you you gotta change them i mean like Every couple of weeks or something. I have something, to change I it every time it I go on any Lloyd site. It doesn't recognize yeah. anything. It doesn't say I'm who I am. My question well, is: Are you encrypting it? Who the hell wants to have? There? Who wants my identity? <laughs> sure, I'm good looking. I'd like to give my identity. Then you know, oh, pay I'll my swap bills, it out. You know? <laughs> I'll take anyone's credit over mine. I don't know. You I go into any uh, bank, and it's either this, I get that, or I get that. <laughs> One of the two, and it really gets loud too. Oh, BB&T Bank. Not the best bank in town. Really? I was a big fan until, listen to this story, totally off the beaten path, but that's what we do here on the Aussie Sports Junkie Radio Show with special guest Rochelle Herman, who's going to be launching a show as soon as next week. Yeah. So stay tuned for details as they emerge. Oh, I've got celebrity guests coming on. She's got them all. In sports, but I mean, every venue you can imagine and... Do you remember when I had the terrorist on the air with me? and The 9-11 terrorist? And the phone no, call was quickly not, sh- uh, shortened? No. I think he actually was a terrorist. He was... I'm no. I think. He taught... Well, I can't recall right now because I don't have all my, my information in front of me. Um, you know, this was kind of a surprise, surprise to come on your show right now. Yeah. Uh, you You've been driving by been and I was, I was walking no, in the street. No, we were, no, we've been planning you, it, but you swerved. But hit, I didn't have all my. You swerved to hit so, a, a squirrel and yeah. you clipped me a little bit. I said, "God damn, Rochelle!" No, I Homeland kid. Security. Of course, we've been planning it. Reached out to me and they asked me for information because I had promoted this guy, you know, social media and you know, TV everywhere. And what, um, who did he terrorize? No, he, he, what he was, he was, he was a terrorist, and now he lives in the United States, uh, city unknown, uh, apparently Homeland Security Cleveland. did know about him, and verified that he was for real, and he was, he was telling us what was going on in the camps, and it was live, and he had to call, you know, from all these different locations, and he is the one who changed his voice on his end. Um, when he called in, but I, it was verified. Homeland Security apparently, you know, tuned in or, or were made aware of that this guy was Over your coming show. on the air. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it Damn. was. Yeah, I don't know how he found me or reached out to me, but I didn't realize over the years. I thought everybody had the, got the guests to come on the air like I did. That you know, a list quality, you know, all kinds of guests. You know, I, you know, I and, never had a problem with it myself. I yeah. had uh, the, the disgraced referee Tim Donaghy. It was the first ref ever caught, really, 
convicted of throwing games in the NBA. Really? Only the second guy after 60 minutes to interview him. I was the second guy to get him. And I had five camera TV stages in the studio over there in the field over there. Phenomenal. So I thought, wow, this, this is pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. So I tend to be in the right place at the right time. Who knows? Maybe next week something big will happen to me. I don't know. Anything could happen. Wow. I think that's very impressive. <laughs> well, no. See, I climbed up the ladder through PR list that I had, you know, d- different companies or whatever. And they said one day, uh, I said, well, doesn't everybody get, you know, have an opportunity to interview these guests? And they yeah. say, you know, I don't hire these these people. And then they said that, um, that no, I'm, I'm noted as a select show host. So Believe it like, or oh, not. Wow. You're right. If you get the, yeah. if you get known as somebody that people want to talk to or sometimes just on a whim, you just throw a throw a bone to somebody and they'll respond. Right. I had Tom Arnold on my show, Rochelle, down at 1280. Oh, wow. And it was right after he had just been on a Roseanne bar roast and they hadn't talked in 20 years after a bitter divorce where they just I sat nasty. next to her once. Really? Yeah, in a restaurant. She was not nice. <clears throat> not to me, to the wait staff. She just was not a happy. But she might have been having a bad day. She might have been. She yeah. had a ba- She was having a real bad day when she lost that. She got a Ro- Roseanne rebooted, and it was the most popular rated show for about two weeks, and then it got thrown off because of her made some kind of a comment. I, some kind of comment about uh, uh, what was immigrants that? or something. I know she was in hot water from the start because she was the Trump supporter. They want to run her out of town on a burning cross because of that. But um, so I guess they have the show now. It's just called the good, the not the Goodmans, the judge, the Connors. Oh, okay. I thought it was kind of stupid. Anyways, the show was off the air for 25 years. What they, how do you bring it back? That's stupid. Yeah. I, well, Anyways. there's a lot of, I will tell you this, that there's going to be a lot of um, new shows coming up. Yeah. Here on, you know, NBC, CBS, um, I'm sure the other networks as well. But I just recently, only about, I'd say maybe not even three weeks ago, I received a call. Oh, this is very interesting. Yes. Yeah, the, the I received, yeah, I received a call. And, and a lot of those shows are going to, they're true, true story crime shows, all different, you know, love aspects. Em. And, you Keith know, Morrison, love him. Di- Josh Mankiewicz. Yeah. I've seen every dateline you can, no, you can this possibly is imagine. Total, these are all very, very different. And they're, you know, but I was, um, who was it before? Oh, the one you're Deborah, going to be on. yes. Deborah Norville had contacted me um, about doing a documentary. I kind of um, like her. Yeah. Well, but, but this, but anyways, that was, that was just a, a little while ago. But this other woman, um, had contacted me and she i guess they work with um representing they work with uh hbo cinemax uh, showtime netflix uh nbc um i I believe i got all that correct but anyways they were they want to come down here this summer and you know film me and you know a number of different you know I for an undercover interviews or whatever, I don't, I don't. I'm for a show for about yeah. your undercover work, yeah. busting Jared from Subway. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not sure if it's a single one. Oh, I think it's more than that. Yeah, I think it's more than that. So, um, my, my daughter and I always have a policy: if either one of us gets killed, we insist on it being Morrison uh, explaining the murder. Uh, well, he left the studio that night to go home. <laughs> oh, that pesky roadblock! <laughs> Keith Morris is the best, and even Mankiewicz is starting to get it. Starting, I've, I've seen every dateline umpteen times to the point where I, I basically, I told you I haven't been at McDonald's in three years. I haven't sat through a TV show in over a year and a half. I watch sports, I watch concerts, and I watch a little bit of news, and that's it. 
really. I don't have time to screw around. I've wasted so many years. What about social media? So, okay, I'm on my my phone or my laptop, but I don't sit there and go and, and uh, ogle at Facebook all day. I'll see if anybody's talking to me or anything, and I move right along. Well, you also you do you know you're practicing with your band, you're right. playing at venues, you're improving the quality constantly here at the station. Come I on. mean, const- <laughs> no, but you're no, you really it's coming are. Along. It, and uh, you help friends. I know <clears throat> that. Um, it's min- minus the air conditioning problem. I've, I've spent a lot of time in here lately. And it's it's getting ready, it's ready to rock. And it's been rocking. Yeah. It's, it's very comfortable in here. Yeah, it's, but it's our just, friend Bruce, you even you know oh, you helped a, him. He's a great guy. Bruce is a great guy. I've, I've I've really befriended, and he's befriended me. He's got a he's got a uh, he's got a Facebook TV show. It sounds kind of corny, but he sings country songs, and he's got thousands of people who listen. And you go over there. He's genuine. He's, he's real. It's like hee haw. Yeah. And he oh, it's genuine as can be. Yeah. But I hooked him up with some, he gets applause now after each song. I said, now, Bruce, you got applause. And, you know, he tells jokes throughout the show. I got him a soundboard where he gets, he gets, you know, laugh tracks. Right. You know what? He's a great guy. Well, yeah, he, he is, he is um, definitely someone you would be proud to call a friend. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was glad I was, you know, I brought him in. Well, he was down here. Two of you. He was, the night I saw you at the party, he was there. He's a Willie Nelson impersonator. Yeah. And I said, well. I can only, only Rochelle would I see it in every 10 years. And she's with a Willie Nelson impersonator. <laughs> well, you want to know, he's actually not an impersonator. No, he's not. He doesn't look anything like him, but he can no, sure as hell sound like him. Yeah, but he's not like how you have the Elvis impersonators. Yeah, he, he just Everybody just says you sound, he loves Willie Nelson. He sings a lot of it. I had a bone um, to pick with him, though. I yeah. was on his show. I went up there to help him out with some audio stuff. Right. And I stuck around for the show because it's fun. <laughs> Let's air our dirty laundry no, right this here is on an, the This is a clean one. Oh, okay. So I'm leaving, right, after a two-hour show. And I'll get up there. I'll belt a few out. And I went up to my singer one time, and he's got, I mean, he's got stuff for, that just goes on forever. He could be on an episode of Hoarding, but it's all new stuff. <laughs> no kidding. He has like 50, 75 sets of golf clubs. I said, I didn't know, I don't know what the hell's going on up here, but you got a lot of stuff. At any rate, I'm going to get a set of sticks from him. At any rate, I spent two hours there on his show, laughing, joking, singing, got him all set up. I leave, I'm driving home. And I, what do I hear on Sirius Satellite? Well, happy birthday, 87th birthday to Willie Nelson, boy. He's right. I stopped the car, pulled over. I said, he goes, hello, Ozzy, what's up? I go, how the hell do you call yourself a Willie Nelson impersonator? For the last two hours, I was on your Willie Nelson show, and you didn't even once acknowledge that it's Willie Nelson's birthday. So I, I had to pull over and bust his chops about that. And, well, he took it, he took it pretty good. But, you know, it's hard to pinpoint everybody's birthday, but... He's a great guy. Back to the uh, back to the uh, subway thing to to wrap that thing into a put a an ugly bow on it. Yeah. So, w- were you informed by the FBI that he was arrested, or you just kind of saw the whole thing crumble and it all came down at once? Did anybody call you and I, say we got him? Not from the FBI. Not that I recall. I don't. I would remember that. Did you no. get a thank you? Did you get a no. fucking key to the city or anything? No, absolutely not. Yeah, no. you got. Screwed. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. The one thing that I. I'd be a little could upset. Have used, I could have used was counseling because from what I understand, they offer that to anyone out in the field, you know, that did what I did, that they you mandatory counseling. And I went through some horrid crap, but not even just me, my children. My children were affected, okay. have been I, affected, lived in fear yeah. because of what I had to do to protect them advised by 
through the agent I was working, agents I was working with through the FBI with each one of their middle schools. Can you imagine? I walked into each school. They went to elementary. They went to middle school. Um, I think it was all said and done by high school. Yeah, it was all said and done by high school. Um, but they said that I had to go in and speak to the principals. Um, can't re- I don't know. I don't remember if I had to speak with the superintendent at all, but I do remember going to the, to the school board there. But anyways. Um, what about the custodian? Yeah. No, custodian. no, no, but I had to, and they had to stay. They, it, everything had to be very private and quiet. How and did the principals? Because my kids were not allowed to walk the halls or the grounds of the school without a par- without a buddy, without a partner, and for they, fear of what they were going to get snagged. Yes, by who this, the, the the subway mafia? Well, you want to know something? The, there really the is something. Hand? No, yeah, exactly. The, oh no, the avocado yeah. hand. Yes, because there were threats. There were things that happened, um, you know, throughout, not through him, but there were. Well, I would imagine if, if I'm Subway and you're threatening to turn my guy in for being a pedophile, I would imagine there would be a, a hot price right. on your head. Well, I misspoke. When I say threats, there were, it w- there were potential scenarios that I was told could happen. And so I, ha- I was, you know, I- I'm looking in the possibilities of what could happen and I micromanaged that very well but they also I had to prep the school at any time imagine this for all those years at any time um, that the FBI would come and take my kids right and put them in protective custody you know whether Jared came to town, whether the story broke, because there's so many different scenarios. He kept making commercials happened. too. I kept seeing new commercials. Well, of course, he didn't know what was happening. That's scumbag. You know, he didn't but, know. But but I do have. Because you're hawking sandwiches. I'm like, I never thought he would lost, look that good either. You look like it's, you could still lose another 20 pounds, Fatty. Oh, well, what's 20 when That's you like lose Richard, what? Like almost 300? I forget R- what he lost. Richard I don't know, Simmons. He made billions of dollars <laughs> with weight loss. Yeah. Why did he always still look chubby? He never looked fit to me. Maybe he was a gigantic a, a, amorphous blob, but he always looked like he was just a little, still a little fat. Yeah, I guess you're right. I know, Dr. Yeah. Phil was forced to give up. He had a weight loss system. They, they took it off the shelves Why? because he's fat. Oh, are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, it did not go over well. You need to quit eating, Rochelle. Damn it. Say, bring me in them subways. Me and my wife are leaving. She's here for no oh, reason at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, now leave, I know what weight loss. Why does he about, have to yeah. leave the show with his wife? To show that he's married. That was a shame. I'll tell you what. I did write to to Doctor Phil's show a few times this past year, um, because, like I said, after this weight has dissipated off my shoulder, uh, shoulders, about you know, what transpired, um, you know, as an FBI asset and what I had to go through. Um, yeah, you got the ass end of the asset. Sounds yeah. like to me, no pay, no glory, no nothing. No, but, but I didn't do it for that. I did it for two two young girls, Jessica Lunsford, Carly Brucia. Oh, two two, two one, young yeah. girls here. Right um, in Florida and one right down the street from us here. That's exactly right. That's and horrible. I did those two, one were on each shoulder oh. every time. Um you know, to you bring give up a justice great, to, to some child and... You bring up a great point, and I, my heart I kind of make light of the situation because we. how else can you deal with it? It's done now. Yeah. You put this guy behind bars where he belongs, and yeah. let's hope 
he gets out, he'll screw up again. He will. He has no remorse. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. Never has. Never. In my yeah, in my opinion, and I'm sure any psychiatrist, like I mentioned, I, yeah, I heard guys defending will. him, saying he didn't do anything. Is, yeah. it, is it illegal to have bad thoughts in your head now? Yeah. They were they were saying that's what that's what he's in jail for, for yeah. just having thoughts. No, he went. Sorry, beyond they weren't. Thoughts. No, he went he, beyond thoughts. Let me tell you when when we were talking about how um, how pedophiles they'll groom you. He had it down, but and like I said earlier, the playbook for pedophiles. With the F through the FBI. You know, you screw up. If people want to hear the tapes and want to see what you did, well, not necessarily to hear the tapes. The tapes are disgusting, but just to, just to see how deep you went into this thing. I mean, it's incredible. Not here's here's one. It's this is uh, Doctor. How I just one of the many. This is the lip.com. Literally, you have about five hundred reports here. But here's some of the here's some of the action. Actual audio from Rochelle we have and this comeback. Of this conversation, take a listen. Yeah. Would that turn you on? Well, how would we have? To, how would that happen? How would we, How would that happen? Well, if we get him, if we get him segregated out, you know, and this thing, we're just the three of us, you know, and we just sort of. You know, we just sort of start talking or whatever, and we start just sharing stories, and then, you know, we get a little closer and a little closer. All right, this guy. Does that oh. upset you? I don't mean to play it to upset oh you. Oh, my gosh. I got to tell you, I haven't heard his voice. That is, and well, for the, I, for the listeners at home, it's all like, on YouTube to, for you to check out. And yeah. some of this stuff is so disgusting that. It is. And that's only and what's been presented. Think about mean, the. There's a lot of more things. That has not been presented. That would blow your mind. I'm gonna reveal it. On him or other people? On him. I was gonna say. I mean, I got things going on. You stay away from Jersey Mike. He I makes like, a good for sandwich. For some reason, stories come to me. You stay, I, you they stay away really from, do. Stay away from Jimmy John and stay away from Jersey Mike. <laughs> Jersey Mike is a little pricey. You can, if you want to hang out yeah. with him, Jimmy John. They ended the subway reign of horror. Besides, yeah. Rochelle Herman and Jimmy John put subway out of business. <laughs> well, Rochelle, we didn't plan on going an hour and 20 minutes, but at the time flew oh by. Gosh. All right, let's end this on a positive note. You didn't come here just to talk about that because that's that's a hell of a story. We could literally go all night on that. Yeah. And if you want to look deeper, go on YouTube. I'll post this stuff on the uh, Aussie Facebook page and the website. Check it out for yourself. I mean, there's, there's no punches pulled there. And I'm sure you'll discuss this as your show goes on. On a positive note, you're going to be back on the air next week. Yep. You, you hit the ground running. You got some dynamite guests lined up. Yeah, Don the Dragon Wilson. He's going to open the program with me. Nice. Um, I've had, uh, you know, great opportunity, have traveled to him, uh, you know, out in California, um, in Malibu. And also, you know, I think he's out of the country right now. I can't recall where he is. I think he might be in Russia. Um, he does a lot. He's like the Michael Jackson of... Um, Mar martial arts he's okay you know, no more pedophiles i can't take another pedophile no no oh, no, okay. no 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 Boy, no but you're gonna love my show everyone i am gonna love your show and and going on we're gonna get it. you dialed in to where you can you'll have the rochelle roll right off the bat i'm gonna hook you up with this a, a uh anchor this will be on the this will be on your own anchor page podcast page by the end of the night and i'll put your soundcloud page so you oh, can wow. download the soundcloud app and you can listen 24 7 
and then you can go ahead and upload because I'm sure, like most radio people, you've got years and years and years of great quality shows that you can yeah. cut and chop up and, and upload them up there. Yep. Most of the services, I mean, you can you can up to a terabyte. It's like fifty thousand hours of audio. Oh my god! And you can just sift it through. I, I've had a, I have a lot of fun going through some of my old interviews that I forgot I even had. I, uh, Muhammad Ali and Sugar Ray Leonard's, Ray Leonard's trainer and Joe Lewis's trainer on, and he's telling me stories how him, Frank Sinatra, and Sammy Davis Jr. sitting in a hotel room in Vegas. I mean, I'm like this. My mind's blown. Angelo wow. Dundee. I mean, he goes, so Sammy gets up and he gets the door. Frank says, what are you doing? I just, it's, it's, sometimes you just have to pinch yourself that you're, you're in on this stories. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I agree with you on that. I mean, I, myself, I've had just, I mean, every time I look at the news or, you know, television, the movies, I, I'm like, oh, well, I've interviewed them. I've interviewed them. I mean, the entire, you know, all the Olympics, the American Olympics from, um, Oh, I recall to, that you during, had a ton of Olympiads every year, you know, prior to, you know, the Olympics and, uh, you know, in training. And then many times they'd come back because they were gold and silver medalists. I've had the same run. You want to hear something crazy? I had Booger McFarland play for the Buccaneers. He had a show on 1040 up in the field up there. They, they literally ran their station out of a cow field in a trailer. Really? I was offered the slot. They wanted a brokered job. I wasn't going to pay for it to go up there and pay to be in a cow field. Booger did. He used to call me. Ozzy, you, you need me on the show? I go, sure, Booger, you can come on tonight. Well, now Booger will jettison that into an ESPN gig. He now is the number three man on Monday Night Football. Kevin Nagandi, local guy on Channel yeah. 7. A regular on my show for years. Now the top guy and He's the only reason I find to watch SportsCenter. He's fantastic. Oh, and by the way, a little-known Cubs player, Doug Glanville, who had a couple good years in Chicago and Philadelphia, had him on my show twice a week for a year. He's the number one commentator now on ESPN Baseball tonight. So I've, I have a bit of the magical touch myself. And it's crazy. I don't know how I did it. I, I guess it's just dumb luck. Wow. But how the hell these people... I'm just waiting for my end of the, of the rainbow. <laughs> All right, Rochelle Herman, it's great to see you and great. It's great to, to, to talk because the, these are questions that are burning. And I'll have more questions as your listeners will. And well, you're, you're not pulling any punches. You'll, you'll answer all, any and all questions. Yeah, they, yeah. Go to Rochelle Herman, the number one, at gmail.com. That email address will change eventually, but sure. it always will be active and linked. But and for the time being, Rochelle a Facebook Herman. Page. Yeah, a Facebook page, Rochelle Herman. And as of about 10 o'clock tonight, the Rocher, Rochelle Herman and Friends SoundCloud page. Yeah. You can download it on your phone. All right, thanks for coming in, Rochelle. Great to see you. Thank you. you. Look for having me. I appreciate it. I look it. forward to your having a long run here. Yes. Always interesting stuff. Check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You name it, we're there. Ozzy, the Sports Junkie on the Sports Junkie Radio Network. Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.